Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So welcome to episode 27 of the Sunday League show. Uh, tonight is our penultimate show uh, celebrating all of the champions or as many champions as we could get on uh, from the Alberton and Bromley, Westfar and the Quarter Municipal. Tonight's, tonight it is the chance for the Westfar boys. Uh, we had to rearrange. It was meant to be the first one up. They had their league meeting last week, so we've changed to this week. Tonight, I'm joined by Ronnie from uh, Sporting Club Terms of Midnight. I forgot your team's name then, Ronnie. Uh, trying to work out the letters. Uh, Pete from Bexy Hawks. Jack from Granite. And Jamie from Meridian. Uh, Sporting Club Terms Mead were senior champions. Bexy Hawks, Division 4 champions. Uh, Granite were Division 2 champions. And Meridian, Division 1 champions. Good evening, gentlemen. Four's a crowd. We're, we're, we're mob-handed today. How's it going? All good, mate. All well. Yeah, a bit, bit, of, a, uh, bit of a hangover from yesterday, but... Yeah, in every way, that. in every single way, there's a hangover from yesterday. <laughs> oh, we're nearly, we're nearly there now. I'm asleep soon. I'll be all right tomorrow. <laughs> Ronnie, how you getting on? Missing yeah, good, mate. Yet? I, I, to be honest, I thought the hangover would probably be worse if we would have won, because I, I said to a lot of people at work today that... If it would have come home, I said I don't think I would have. So, <laughs> so probably in a way that's that's helped, but obviously we would have liked to have uh, been on the other side. But there's always Qatar that's basically round the corner, so we can hope. Yeah, we're hoping that that yesterday is just a stepping stone to winning the World Cup. Who wants to win the European Championships anyway when we can <laughs> win the World Cup? So let's go and do that in Qatar. Uh, Jack and Jamie, thanks for joining us. Um, how's your are you missing football yet, boys? Yeah, definitely. It's not been long enough, but yeah, definitely. Is the pre-season starting this weekend for any of you boys, or is it you having another few weeks off? I think it's meant to start this week. Um, don't know about numbers, but we'll see. Yeah, we're, we're back Thursday. I mean, our first game on the 25th. Yeah, we're back. We're not going back to... We start training again end of July. And then friendlies all through August at the minute. Because um, our season finished quite late. I think some of the boys needed a rest. So. Yeah. Especially at your own pitch, Jamie. Yeah, the risk. Right. So let's get into the question. So I'm going to try and ask you each uh, so you both, so you all get a go, but uh, so don't try and jump over each other uh, to answer the questions. Uh, Pete, when you started the season, this year, um, what were the aspirations for Bexley Hawks? Because you've been known since you joined Westfa uh, as a as a good team in Division Four. You've always been in Division Four. Um, did you feel like with uh, Peckham Rye, uh, Baldwin Reserves, and uh, Springer Reserves leaving Division Four uh, last season that this really was your year to to take Division Four title? Yeah, definitely. Like I was. <laughs> I wasn't surprised that we was left in that division because, I mean, the, the four of us were, were the best four teams in, in that division at, at the time. But 
we were probably the weaker out of four. So I think it was right in us staying where we were. And I think looking at the teams that are in our league last year, I think competitively, I think it was right. Like we did have some real tough games against against some teams. So I think it, I think it was right for us. But um, we was confident from the start, really. Um, and then yeah, when we sort of looked at the table again, coming back from the break, we were like, yeah, we can like make a right go at this now. And we just we just pushed on and and went and done it. And there was a couple of points where we thought we might not get it done, but um, no, we we pulled through and. Yeah, I think it's what we we wanted promotion, whether it was a, like winning the league or or just second place. Like we was aiming for that, and we went and done it. So happy days, really. Nice one, Ronnie. So, Sporting Club Thamesmead, ninety, a new team to Westford, but not a not an unfamiliar group of players uh, to each other anyway. Uh, as a club, what was you? Was it just let's see where we can go this season? This we don't know the level, so. Let's just see what we can do, or was it, you know, what we look at? Look at the players around us. We could have a title push here. Yeah, I mean, a little bit of both, really, because, like you say, you look around the group, and it, it's a very good group of players. Um, the big thing for us was the ones that maybe hadn't been playing for a little while, and whether they would be up to speed. And to be honest, like as the season went on, I think we did benefit from the lull in in the games over Christmas because we got a few little knocks creep in, and by the time we'd come back we had a lot of consistency post-lockdown. Mm. We had near enough the same 16 every week for every game once we'd come back. And that did make the difference. And don't get me wrong, we'd only lost one game up to that point in the league. But some of the games we had post-lockdown, um, I think we had a run of games where we we had um, Royals, we had Burridge double-header, Falconwood double-header. And we, we came out of that with two draws and three wins. So once we did that, we, that was kind of it, really. Um, we still had a little bit to do. But, yeah, I mean, we, I said to you before, Andrew, we, we, we came really to win the league. Um, I'm not going to lie. That was our, our aim. But we, we didn't know how tough it was going to be. And a couple of really good teams. And we had a couple of ding-dongs with um, Royals and Burridge in particular. Mm. And just glad to have got over the line. And, and next year is going to be, obviously, another challenge. But we're always going to want to compete. So... We, we still keep that and we're just pleased that the Cups are going to be back next year and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Jack from Granite. So I knew, again, a bit like um, Ronnie, a good group of players, a team that had moved away from a different group of, uh, a, a different team uh, within Westfar. You gave it yeah. a go on the Elfington and Bromley uh, and then you came back to uh, Westford this season. Uh, Jack, do you think he's put in the right division uh, this season? Uh, at the beginning of the year, yeah, because uh, obviously we had a, a group of players that we thought would be in Division 2. Uh, we asked Jace to be in Division 2. He said we should be in Division 1. Uh, it got changed last minute. We dropped down to Division 2. Uh, but like Ronnie just said, um, we, we benefited from the lockdown, really, because as soon as the lockdown kicked in, no one had anything else to do other than play football. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the boys that I play with, they, they do like a beer. Uh, so there's there's 16 to 18 people that we had every Sunday for these double headers that were there to play football and fresh as a daisy. Um, so I suppose by the lockdown coming back, maybe we were a little bit too strong for Division Two, but definitely at the beginning, I think we was in the right division. And what was your what was the aspirations at the beginning of the year? Well, obviously, get together with your mates and have a beer by the sounds of it. But was it a tight? Was it let's just go and win the title, or was it let's let's see how it goes? I mean, we didn't win a single game in pre-season and we was playing teams that are like 
three, four leagues below us. We, we were absolutely shambolic in pre-season. Um, okay. So at that point, I wouldn't say it was uh, aspirations of winning the title, but I think as soon as we got past the Kingfisher game, just before the, the lockdown in like November, I thought that's when we generally thought we'd uh, we'd have a chance here. Okay. Uh, Jamie, Meridian, uh, a team that's been, you know, I've refereed you a couple of times uh, in friendlies only, sadly, this season. I don't think I've refereed any of you boys actually in league, league or cup games this season. Uh, but I've seen uh, Meridian in a couple of friendlies and, I, you know, on the podcast... I was singing their praises and thought they were an excellent side. What was the what was the thought process at uh, pre-season, Jamie, uh, coming into this year? Was it title or was it promotion or or, or otherwise? No, I think, I think it was always the title for us. Um, we brought some new players in at the start of the season who give us a boost, um, filled in some positions that we didn't necessarily we wasn't necessarily very strong in. And then as soon as the new players come in, the team seemed to gel. So we was always aiming for the title at the start of the year. And I think we would have been a bit disappointed if we hadn't have won the title. But um, yeah, it's been a long old season. I think um, it takes into perspective. When you had that lockdown, it did help a lot of the boys. Like probably helped everyone because it made people realise that they do want to play football. Yeah. It seems like everyone fell in love with it again because they started missing it on Sundays. So Some teams seem to miss it. Some teams just seem to not want to play football as soon as the pub's opened again. And caved in, uh, but yeah, uh, I've got, I mean, obviously, you've gone on to win titles post uh, lockdown, so obviously, you wanted to play football, uh, mm. that's the main thing. Yeah. When what changes did you make uh, during the season? I know this is probably majorly decided by uh, the lockdown period, but Jamie, what changes did you make during the season, if any, um, to make sure you got it over the line title wise? I think there was at times you had to start, we had to look at the formation sometimes. Um, we didn't really make any changes to personnel. The team that we had at the start of the year, we kept with them the whole way through. We didn't sign any new players after lockdown. Um, so, yeah, I think it was just we had to change our formation in certain areas and move people to new positions to try them out because we were showing weaknesses in some points in our game. But when we made the changes, we seemed to kick on from there and really, really do well. Ronnie, for you, uh, any major tweaks or was it was the fresh legs coming back in, as you mentioned, after lockdown, really the difference for you boys? Yeah, I think it was. And, and something we noticed as well when we come back was defensively, we really tightened up because we were making a few little errors. And that's not just the defence, that's all over the park. Yeah. And um, kind of we, we were kind of our worst enemy um, in some games where we were conceding goals. And luckily we had the firepower to often go and win those games. But after lockdown, even though we had really the same personnel consistently having that 16, it just seemed to make everyone kind of go to another level. And defensively, we really tightened up and we just stopped making any kind of errors at the back. And we built everything off that because there was a few games where we won by like one or two goals, but we were solid at the back. And it got to a point where we felt like we're very unlikely to be beaten. We just had to do it at the other end, which luckily, you know, our firepower is mm. normally going to carry you through. So yeah, that was that was it really. Jack, obviously you've had a you had a bad uh, pre-season as you said and did you benefit from signing players or regular uh, regular players from Saturday football coming into uh, Granite was that was that a big change for you guys post lockdown? Uh not really. We haven't got really got any Saturday players to be fair. Um Anyone that did play it, that was, that was years back now. Um, I think it was just more having the people that we had signed. When you look at the 
like the names on our like like te- sheet, team sheet if you like there's some pretty decent names in there for the league but it's just, it was just getting them there every week which they were which is our yeah. benefit what was the what was the major change that happened then that, that you think well um, we're, we're in we're in for a title run here other than other than your opposition choosing to go and watch England instead <laughs> what, what 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 was the major changes that helped um, you I just think defensively we, we were, were very good like we went through I think a four or five game period where we didn't concede a single goal uh, and then up until like the new Cross Rovers game I don't I don't think we went a single game post lockdown without like conceding one goal like more than one goal which credit to the defence to be fair It is everything should be built from a strong defence talking about that Pete Brexit Hawks uh, what changed from last season when you, you obviously we're talking about um, three pretty strong teams from Div 4 come out of the league what changes did you make fundamentally from last season uh, to this season, uh, and was the was the sort of pressure uh, from a decent people side and uh, Shooters Hill Spartans and Bexley Eve was that was that competition that was that the thing that drove you most this season the the sort of chasing pack behind you because you'd you'd been the best of the rest behind those promoted teams last year was that pressure the thing that spurred you on this year. I don't think it was so much pressure. I think we just knew we kind of had the ability to go and do it. And uh, touching on what, what Jack said earlier about the lockdown probably helping uh, with, with boys wanting to go out on a Saturday and not being able to do that. You know, everyone's turning up and they're ready to go. And we did have a couple of bad eggs um, the season before within the, within the team. And by by them leaving... There was there was no real obstacles within within the squad. There was just such a, a great like togetherness yeah. and harmony. Like I think that was the biggest factor in in us this year. Like the biggest difference in like the ch- like change anyway. Um, that there was just nothing holding us back. And yeah, like there were other teams that were pushing us, and at times looked like they were gonna like go above us and you know like take take the lead in the in the title race if you like, but. Mm. We just we just never let it happen. Like we just kept our heads and we went out there. We we played for each other and that's something that we probably haven't had before at, at the Hawks. That, that's what was different this year. Everyone was in it together. Okay. Uh Ronnie, uh could you have done anything better this last this season just gone? Do you think there was could have been any improvements made? Quite it it, <laughs> it went pretty well for us, to be honest. It's 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 quite hard to to, to think about that, but if I just, I think because we didn't have the cups, I think it was harder to rotate some players in. Um, and I think that when you get to a stage in the season where you're going to win the league, you, you get a little bit more funny with, with with bringing people in that maybe are not always part of that normal normal group in terms yeah. of playing every week. Yeah. And I think that's something that was really missed last year. And I think there'll be some squads that have a reasonable turnover because they might have players that have not got a chance for a little while and they think, oh, I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. When in reality, it, it wasn't able to happen as much. Because as you know, um, a lot of the cups, you, you do rotate your team in. And, and, and it's not a case of saying, we've got 11 players, they're playing every week. But you do get to a point in the season where, where you are going to have a, a core nucleus and you're not going to change a lot of it, especially when you're you're fighting for kind of titles and stuff. Yeah. So I think maybe that that rotational, but but I think we were kind of held back with um with cups and really looking forward to having them back next year because that makes the whole group involved even more. I think. 
hope so. Jamie Meridian, uh, where, what improvements could you boys have made, do you think, if any? I think at the start of the season, we dropped a lot of points. Um, we was making a lot of silly mistakes within the team that we still were making towards the end of the season. We seemed to concede a lot of silly goals. So I think it's now about cutting out personal mistakes we make. And if we cut the mistakes out, we should win more games. I know we still won a few this year, but there was just improvements at times where I felt there was a lot of points dropped that we could have got the three points instead of walking away with one, I guess. Okay, a little bit tighter then in that title race for you guys than you than you probably wanted it to be. Yeah, 100%. I think um, it was nerve-wracking coming down towards the end of the season. Obviously, people know what happened within our league, um, but we still had to go out there and know we had to win our last three games. So, yeah, we would yeah, like well, to have been clearer ahead. It was a tough... Um, you had a tough opposition this season with, uh, was it Bulltarks and uh, Meridian... Uh, uh, Mildine, sorry, breathing down your neck. So, yeah, you just wanted to get the points on the board, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly that. Uh, Jack uh, from Granite, what, what what improvements do you think you could have made? Looking at the whole season as a piece, um, what improvements do you think you could have made? What could you uh, have done better over the course of the season? I know it's hard. It's hard. It's a bit of a weird question to ask, but I think it's an interesting one to ask people that have won a title because obviously, you know, everyone's workplace, you probably look at positive, negatives and lessons learned and all that stuff. So, over the course of the season, obviously you're walking away with a title, which is great, but where could there must have been some improvements that you could have made at, at, at points this season? Um, I suppose it's keep, keeping our heads when we're we're not winning. Luckily this year we, we did a lot of winning. Uh, but when we were drawing games and stuff like that, we drew a game 2-2 with Falls of Greenwich and, and the heads went a little bit in that game. Because, uh, well, yeah, I mean, you've seen them play. They can be very difficult uh, teams to play against. Um, so I suppose it's just keeping heads when we're, we're not winning. And obviously next year we're going in the senior. So I don't think we're going to win as many games as we won this year. So we'll have to definitely improve on that for next year. Yeah, I mean, the higher le the higher level you go, if you lose your heads, you're going to get punished. So um, not just by the referees, but by higher quality players. Um, you might A defender could lose his head and and uh, make a mistake in the, uh, no disrespect, a division two striker might not punish you, but it's, as I say, I know it's, it's a, it sounds like a weird thing to say for Sunday league football, but definitely the higher you go, um, the more you need to keep your heads. Uh, definitely. Right. So best result, best result of this season, Pete, let's start off with you. Um, result wise, I think, I think we have to go with, the, um, we, we had peoples and a double header. Yeah. Um, we lost. We lost the first game. Um, four two. We was, we was chasing it a little bit and ended up getting done on the break and that was game over. But the second the second game we we ended up winning three one, and we had a big chat like between the two games, mm. and we knew because peoples obviously ended up finishing second, and they had a lot of games in hand on us at that point, and they were looking good, and we knew we couldn't afford to to drop more points. Mm -hmm. in, in that fixture so to as I say we had a big chat and everyone sort of got rolled up for it and we went out there and and we got the win and I don't if I think if we hadn't have got that I don't it would have been hard for us to come back you know knowing what that like, people's running they had a fairly easy run towards the end um and they were picking up points every every week so 
yeah, I think that's that's got to be our biggest one because had we not won that second game, we might not be where we are now. You know. Okay, Ronnie, favorite game or best game? Sorry, not favorite one just yet. Best result of the season? What is it? The result that you, that made you win the title, or is it? There must be a scrappy one nil somewhere along the way that you look back now and think, yeah, that was that was a that was a turning point. You know what? I'd, I'd probably say Burridge because we had him in a double header. Um, and footballing-wise, they were the best team that we played last year. Like 100% footballing-wise. You know a lot of their players. They've got a lot of nous. Um, they've been around the block. They're good lads as well. Like They're a really good side, but they they, they pop it around and they make you move. Um, especially people like Danny Phillips, who <laughs> literally like feel like the ball's on a string. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, we beat we we had two results one week after the other really that kind of made the whole season and we beat beat them two one in um, one of the games and we kind of held on at the end if I'm being being honest I think I don't think the game was dominated but we were holding on towards the end if that makes sense yeah and we held out the two one win and with Royals it was the opposite we um we went one nil down to um a penalty which was a little bit dubious I'll I'll, I'll say. I would say that, wouldn't I? Um, <laughs> but then we we, we equalised and we really restricted them. Like They're a good side, but I felt like we really restricted them and we scored fairly late on. Uh, Danny Gannon got a really, really good goal. And 2-1. Um, so like those two kind of one week, especially because they were one week after the other. Yeah. Like once we'd done once we'd done the second one, once, we, once we'd got beyond the double header and them without losing and also picking up two wins out of three, we kind of thought that right now it's, it's in our hands. We'd, we'd flipped it into our hands at that point. Yeah. And that's when literally, and there was only about, I think, four games left after that. So those two probably on par, but I would say Burridge because footballing-wise, I feel like they were the best side that we played. Nice one. Jamie, best game for, uh, best result of the season for Meridian? Uh, I would say that the best result was our first game when we come out of lockdown and we played Blackheath in a double header um, up at our place and uh, I don't think they'd lost a game and it was they was they I think they had two games in hand on us and we went to the double header and we beat them both times yeah um, so I think that was our best result of the season because that's when we really that's when we finally knew like right we're in this, we're in it now this is our league to lose if we keep winning all our games then we can push on from there they were a bit it was a bit of a surprise with Blackheath they were so good before lockdown but coming out of lockdown they just seemed to um the, the form plummeted and they just really went yeah, out. They yeah. went out of the london cup pretty quick after luck after lockdown as you say they lost to you twice um i ref them against balden uh westfa in your in your division and mm. uh they beat them but they they didn't look very good and i was sort of surprised that that they were so high in the league and um yeah i don't know I don't know what happened to them over lockdown, yeah. but they were they, they their form plummeted. Okay, yeah, I couldn't tell you. I think when we looked at it, the game they played the two games against us, and then I think ever since then they went on some mad losing streaks. So I don't know what happened in the team. They was, was a lovely bunch of boys to play against, and they had some yeah. very good players. But I just don't know. If they just seemed to drop off. I don't know where it was, and then unfortunately at the end of the season they ended up folding. Yeah, that is a shame. We don't like to hear. Teams folding. I believe a few of their players are going to um, a new team coming into Westfar. So that's good to hear. Hopefully, yeah, anyone, hopefully, any of the boys who, who wanted to play football and carry on will be able to find a new home. We can only hope, anyway. Jack, best result for Granite this season? Um, the, the, I think the best football we played 
was against Kingfisher. They've um, they they play it down at like Corelli School, is it? I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and their manager's like a caretaker down there, ain't he, for the school? Um, and they've got that pitch in unbelievable condition. Like it is joke that's the school football pitch. Um, and we played some really really good football that day. Uh, and then probably the other result is the draw against New Cross. To be fair, um, that was a, a proper good game of football. To be fair, giving it Division Two standard. Um, and I think it was two all the first game. Um, for it to finish like that, yeah, the boys were probably shifting in that first game. Um, so yeah, the New Cross or Kingfisher. Okay, so flip it on that one, Jack. What was your favourite game of the season? Um, the fate. My, my favourite personally was the the Falls of Greenwich double header, like. It was just like a dirty but good game of football, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah. You just like them, them sort of grimy games of football. Uh, and they play on a humongous pitch. And by the end of it, like both teams are absolutely knackered. But it was just one of them. No one likes to job during the game, but sort of a bit of banter at the end. Uh, yeah, that was a good game. Pete, favourite favorite game of the season? Um, it's probably our last game of the season, to be fair. We played <coughs> we played Danson Albion. Um, away and it was a lo- lovely pitch they play on it's down at um, Footscray Rugby Club yeah. and it, it was the best pitch we played on all season um, it, was, it was like a carpet that day and we just we just had the ball popping we ended up winning the game 5-0 um, and we was down to 10 men as well for the last sort of half an hour of it and we still managed to go and score a couple of goals even with 10 men but even though like, we knew at that point that we had done all we could do we still went out there and produced a 5 0 winning performance. And the performance was, in my opinion, the best that we played all season. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's my favourite just because it ended the season really, really nicely with, with a great performance and a great, like, a really good scoreline as well against, and I don't seem to know mugs either. Like, no, not. So, because I think that they ended up beating us. We played them a couple of years ago in a cup and they beat us 9 2 or 9 3, something like that. Mm. So then we've just flipped on his head and gone and done him five nil. Like I mean, Sunday league, this is what happens. But you know, yeah, yeah, it was just a really good way to finish the season off. So that'd be my favourite. So the best still last, as as the song says. Exactly Ron- that, <laughs> Ronnie. Uh, favourite game of the season. Uh, last game of the season, quite similar, really. Like it, it's it's funny because <laughs> it was so tight all all year. And the way results fell, as you know, we, we won it a week early. So we still had a game to play. And you're always worried when you've got a game to play when you've won the league. Because it's kind of like, are we just going to go there, mess around? Like, you know, even though you don't go there with that mentality, people yeah. have it in their head sometimes. And we have rising talents who on their day are a very, very good side. And we literally just managed to like pop the ball around. And, and it was one of our best performances. We were p- playing without pressure, won 4-0 at home in the last game. And... Honestly, one of their players, he said, he said something like, he made me laugh. He said, no wonder these are top of the league. He said, they go from defence to attack in literally seconds. And he, he said, I'll just keep running back and forth. But they were a good side. Like They, they had some willing runners. Um, it'd be obvious to go with the, the big games in the league. But that one, the enjoyment factor was just different level because we knew we were getting the trophy regardless. Yeah. But we also put a performance in and, and, and won 4-0 on the last day. So probably that one. Pete, what was it like to get that good win at the end of the season, but then know that perhaps the title still wasn't in your hands? How did it feel having that having that little weight between the um, yourself that game and the Peoples versus uh, Bexley East, which was the game that that uh, Peoples needed to win to to keep their title hopes alive? 
how, how was that weight? Yeah, I mean, it was tricky because we knew, even though we went and done our stuff, we, we, did, we did our bit, we knew we couldn't fully celebrate. Like, we knew we was, we was promoted, but you, you don't really celebrate too much on the second place. Do you know what I mean? Like, by that point, we was in it for the title. We wanted to win the title. Yeah. So we weren't going to celebrate the second place. So it was difficult because, yeah, you had to sort of hold your promotion party, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually went down and watched the People's Bex Eve game the week after. And um, <laughs> I lost it a little bit, I won't lie. Um, I don't think Mikey was too happy with me, but um, it, was, it, was a, it was a good day. Um, so, yeah, yeah, from that point, we was able to celebrate it properly. But obviously before then, it, it, was, it was tricky. It was hard to really um, to celebrate at all, really. You just didn't know. You just didn't know what would happen. So, Jack, at, at Granite, when you won the title, obviously it was on a... It, I'm not. I'm not going to keep going on about it. But you got the points from a game where a team basically said they were going to go and watch England. Did did that tarnish it at all for you, or was you just happy to get over the line? Uh, well, the way it worked out, wasn't it, is that it was. I think um, Newcross were a game in front, and they had um, Alpenham uh, in the double header, so they had their last two games, and we potentially could have played that game. So we finished against B Young Stars and drew three three. So in all of our own minds, at the end of that 10 minutes of that game, we, we'd fucked it, basically. Yeah. Um, we was all a bit pissed off at each other. Everyone was having words, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then Mike from Newcastle gave me a call. Um, so for us, it was it was literally, we thought it was done and dusted. We'd lost it sort of thing because we just expected Newcastle to, to turn Auckland over. Um, so fair play to the Auckland boys. They did us a favour. Um, but yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was good. And Jamie, obviously, there was a slight technicality uh, in your in your league title as well, which we don't like to see, but the rules but the rules are the rules. Um, just happy to to lift the title whichever way it comes, or, or would you have preferred that um, that the sort of rule book hadn't had to been played for you for that to happen? I think I think you're you're always happy to win a title, um, whatever way it comes. But also, I do think it would have been. I think people started to question maybe sometimes if. If Baltarks hadn't had all the points deducted of them when they did, would we have won the league? That would have been nice if that didn't happen and we could have proved that we were the better team in the league and we would have won it still. Um, I think even regardless, if they hadn't had the points to cough them, we still won all our remaining games, so we still would have won by a point. Okay. So no but, um, questions, no questions asked. You yeah. still you still done enough to win the win the title on points yeah, yeah. above them. Well, there's no argument then, is there? No. Nah. No, there's no argument. <laughs> That's what we like. So how are you going to celebrate, boys? Or if you haven't done already, um, you've probably been celebrating like everyone else over the last uh, month or so, um, watching England's uh, triumphant um, European Championship defeat last night. You've probably been out and about uh, watching that this, this month. Um, but is there anything you're going to do as a club um, to get together and celebrate winning the title, Pete? Yeah, we had a presentation um, on the 26th of June, so a few weeks ago now. Um, so, yeah, like the, the plan was to have the the shield there. Obviously, when we booked it all up, we didn't know whether he was actually going to win the league or not. But, you know, tro- trophies and all that, we still we still wanted to go ahead and do that, as, as you do. Um, but we actually managed to get the shield down there for the day. And me and James, manager, we, um, we kept it quiet. And the rest of the team, yeah, um, 
for for, uh, for the day, letting them know, like not letting them know that the, the uh, shield was coming down. So we'd done all the trophies and all that, and then I just whipped it out of a bag underneath the table where all the trophies were, and yeah, like everyone was just like jubilant, like honestly, like it was, it was such a good feeling because everyone, obviously, where they didn't know, yeah, like. Everyone was just in like great spirits. Like it, it went off. It did go off. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, it, it was a good, it was a good way to, to officially end the season. To be honest. Nice, Ronnie. You got your hands on on the shield in at one of your at your last game, I believe, down at uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead. But have you had your have you had your team do? Have you had your presentation night yet? No, we've had it. We delayed it because of all the lockdown stuff. Because we wanted to have a massive, like, obviously because of our background of of getting back together this year and being teammates on and off for like twenty years, we kind of wanted to have the biggest possible event, if that makes sense. And yeah. um, so we delayed it until the end of this month. So we would have actually played one or maybe two pre-season games, and we'll be having presentation night down at our church club in Abbey Wood. And um, so we're going to have that down there. And you know what? It, it will be a messy night, like it always is with us, anyway, like in a good way. Um, but also something we're looking forward to that we wanted to do ages ago and couldn't is we can finally book up like a curry for everyone to like go book a restaurant out, sit down and just have a meal like yeah. before the season starts. Didn't really get the chance to do that last year. And it's something, it sounds like something so trivial, um, but obviously getting everyone down in that kind of setting is really nice. Mm. And um, most of us in, in the team love a Ruby as well. So <laughs> got that side of it. Nice. It's, it's, it's a weird... It's been a good season uh, this season and I'm glad we got it done. The double bankers were hard uh, and all that stuff, but just being able to get back into a changing room next season, as you say, uh, have that sort of camaraderie and banter before the game, getting changed by the pitch has been has been pretty crap for everyone, everyone involved. So just getting that sort of communal stuff back together, you say, going for a curry few times a season or every month or, or every week, depending on how hungry you are, I suppose, as a, as a team. Um, doing all that stuff is something that we have missed. It's nice to see each other, but to do all that normal stuff and live a normal sort of life with your mates is, is going to be so good to have back around the football team. So that's exciting. Uh, Jack, what have Granite um, got up to to celebrate the title win? Uh, well, the day of our last game against B Young Stars, we was all, was all down at Elton Town. Um, that was a bit of a Bit of a messy one. Um, and then we've got the <laughs> presentation coming up on the 31st. Obviously, me and Pete are like friends outside of the football, so he's powers of all of all of my team. So I'm sure Pete will be there. But yeah, presentation's still still in the in the bag. That's the 31st. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to that. All the families will be there. So it should be a good night. Nice one. Uh Jamie, same with you boys. Are you have you done yours or are you are you planning it around the lockdown? It sounds like Monday the 19th, you're gonna be it's going to be lifted and they're not going to go back on that. So uh, it sounds like uh, that's a, a date that most people are going to start getting back out there. But Jamie, have Meridian had their presentation already? No, um, ours is, we've got ours up the club Meridian on the 30th of July. Um, and hopefully that'll be the first time we actually see the shield and the trophy. Um, we only, it was, we got it last week at the AGM, so none of the boys have actually had the chance to get their hands on the shield jet for the league. So they will be able to get it on the 30th of July and go out the club for the presentation. Nice one. So do all the clubs, do all you guys still do like players, player, managers, player, clubmen, all that stuff. What's the, what's the sort of, what club the clubs get up to awards, awards wise now? Anybody, anybody? Yeah, we're still, so we're still doing the normal. We do managers, player, 
coach's player, player's player, um, clubman of the year. And this year, we're also doing comeback of the year. Comeback of the year? Yeah. So, like, what a player who... Comeback? Yeah, it's a player, like maybe a player who, before lockdown, wasn't playing as good, but he's come back in the second half of the season and really kicked on and proved how good he is as a player. So Nice. It just sounds better than most improved. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Uh, Pete, you still you're doing the traditional the traditional types, or you got any got any silly awards that you awarded or that you awarded? Um, it, no, ours were fairly straightforward and yeah, like your original, um, yeah, your original awards. Really, we we did talk about it all season about picking out a best goal, a worst miss, um, that that sort of thing. But it was all I think where the season finished so late, obviously. It was quite a quick turnaround and we wanted to get the presentation in before pre-season, give everyone a rest. I literally give everyone four weeks off um, as well. So it was all quite rushed. So we just literally just went for the your, your normal awards and didn't really get a chance to do the fancy ones. But it's something that I'd, I'd like to do. I think it just adds an extra element, a little bit a of extra spice to, your, to it. Do you want to give a shout out to your award winners as you've had yours already? You won't be spoiling it like all the rest of the the guys, if they shared their winners. Um, yeah, yeah. Who, who were the Bexley Hawks winners this year? Can you remember? Um, too drunk? No, I, re- I do remember vaguely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I sent a forward, Joe Stringer, he got a top goal scorer. Um, we had uh, Harry Montgomery, Monty, we call him. Um, he got, no, he didn't, that's a lie, that was last year. Chris Murley's our centre-half. He... Um, Centre mid, mate. I'm struggling today. Our centre mid, Chris, he got um, player of the year. And our left back, Harry Cunningham, got um, runner-up. And the centre-half, Joe Barton, um, he got manager's player. He suffered a really bad injury about 18 months ago, two years ago. Yeah. Done his ACL. Um, and he came back. This is his first full season back. And he literally took to it like a duck of water. Um, it, it was... Brilliant back there. Like the whole back line was, was really good this year, but to come back from that kind of injury and not even look out of place once. Has he done that with an ace coming back from an ACL with these bloody pitches we've had to we've had to play on? That's this is it, mate. You know, like it's it's such like I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Like it runs in my family. My granddad's had it, my uncle's had it, my dad's had it. Like I'm waiting for the day for me to come. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> oh God. Um, I, that. I pray it don't. But yeah, the way he just come back and honestly, he, he, was, he was enormous back there in that back line. He made a massive difference to us this year. So he deserved that one, definitely. Nice one. So next season, Ronnie, we'll go, we'll start with you. Uh, the step up from senior to prem next season, uh, yourselves, uh, Baltarks, and who else are joining the uh, uh, FC Royals going up? Obviously, Burridge. Burridge Blues have have gone back down and stayed in the senior. Uh, what's a what is the sort of fault on next season? Is it find your feet or is it now sort of let's go for the title again? No, like I said, we're always like with the group. I, I, like I said to you earlier on when we, when we had our when our club one when we came on the group of players that we've got, we've actually I can I can now say that we've signed everyone on, um, and it's quite crazy because I spoke to you in confidence, didn't I, and said that. We, we might not even be happening next year at one yeah, point. And we right, kind of yeah. got together and was like, come on, let's do it. And everyone that we thought we were going to sign for this year, we have. So 
we're, we're trying to, we're probably going to try and get maybe two or three in additions and kind of like, because the cups are coming back, you're going to need to pad the squad a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Cause you're going to have that rotation. And obviously we've got a few boys who congratulations to them are having, having uh, babies and stuff like that. So we might lose them now and again. So we want to just make sure we're covered. So we're looking to bring in probably three, no more than four, because we obviously don't want too big a group, but we do want a solid group. But yeah. we will be going for it. Like, we look at the teams that are in there, and they are good sides, but we feel like so are we. Yeah. Um, and we feel like a year behind us, especially people like myself who hadn't really played in a while, and a couple of the other boys, I feel like we've had that year to get back together, and we kind of know each other now. And it, it was evident end of the season because we were clicking every week. We yeah. weren't having kind of bad performances. We, we were on it every week after lockdown. So we want to carry that into next season, bring a couple in and really go for it. And we'd love a cup run. Who wouldn't? You know, we'd, we'd love a cup run. This is a, a lot of these boys that are in this team not too long ago, few years, but not really in the grand scheme. They did win the London Cup. So it's kind of a group of boys where we're looking at it and going, we might as well go for it. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point of being in the league? I don't know, but that's just our mentality, I suppose. No one particularly bothering you when you look up there about our oh, blimey, like... We're, we're, well, there's, ob- there's, there's an obvious one, probably. Um, obviously, under the radar, we know they're a top side and they've got, got some real ballers and especially like athletes in their team where they, they can't, we know they're going to run and run and run. Um, and apart from that, we, we feel like it's a fairly level playing field. You got I know that Peckham are good in there, um, but I just feel like after them, I think they I think they're kind of another level. And you have to say that because they they won nearly every game last year and didn't lose yeah. one. Yeah. To do that in a, on a Sunday league is massive, especially in the top division. So they are out on their own. And then I think after that, I, I think it it is fairly open. If I say that without trying to downplay it I, I feel like there's a lot of teams in there that you get a couple of wins and all of a sudden you're, you're in the mix especially yeah. under under the radar ironically yeah, yeah no I agree with you uh, Jack what's the process you, again you boys have taken a, a big step this season I saw your protests uh, on uh, on social media about your your promotion up to the senior obviously Ronnie's just left that division now um, do you think you boys are going to have a good season? Are you are you pleased now with the promotion uh, constitutionally, or is it you can have half a, half an eye on trying to nick a place back down in Division uh, One? Uh, it is what it is now. Um, it's, I don't think that we would be out of the place in the division to be honest. So I don't I don't think we'll get relegated. Um, but it was just more a case of us wanting to do it bit by bit. Yeah, uh, we have a nightmare ever start of the season. Players start dropping off. I, I didn't want the, the team to just fold. You know what I mean? Come December. Um, but we've retained all the players that we've got this year, bar one, just down to injuries. Um, so I think we'll be all right there. Uh, and hopefully we'll have a decent cup run this year with the cup. Is it, is it eyes on the cup then this year? Uh, I think boys? so, definitely. Yeah, either the league one or we'll try and enter one of the... Because like, I think we're with the Kent FA, so we're trying to enter one of the Kent Trophy Cups and have a, a good stab at that. Nice one. Jamie at Meridian, um, you've gone into the senior, presumably. How's, how's, how are you thinking about your obviously You'll obviously come up against uh, Granite next season. That'll be a good game. Um, how, what, what are, I know you've been a, an improving team year after year. Um, Meridian seem to, uh, you seem to get good players in each year to improve the squad. Is, is that going to be your aim in the summer or are you going to stick with the current group? Uh, I think 
I don't think you can ever say that you won't look for new players. I mean, if people come down and they're good enough and they're going to help improve the team, then obviously we'll sign them. Um, I think everyone who's currently at the club will also sign on next year. Um, it's never bad to have a full, a, a big squad because we've got some people that will get pick injuries up and be out for times throughout the season. So it's good to pack the squad. Yeah. Um, with good players. Um, and yeah, and we played a, a, a lot of the teams um, who are in the team, the division above. So I think it'll be a case of we're looking to be challenging again. Um, if we keep the squad we've got now, which we should do, and if we bring some new players in, I don't see why we can't challenge again to try and win the league. So, boys, Jamie and uh, Jack, you're in the same division next year. You know, there's some there's some decent sides in there, the likes of Barnhurst and and Burridge Blues in the senior division, as well as yourselves, obviously, and Mildeen. Um, if you had to put your name on, on on a champion, on the winner of that division, I wonder if you'll both go with your hearts or with your head here. Who who would you predict for the the senior title next season? Oh, you got back yourselves, didn't you? You got back. <laughs> yeah. Have to. You have to. Yeah. It's going to really be a really good division now. I mean, now those five teams that I've mentioned, and plus I I can't even remember the other teams off the top of my head at the moment within the division. Just that five. It's going to be, they're going to be some real good games. So, yeah, there is. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing Barnhurst after watching them against Sessi Dons. I think that'll be a good game for us. <laughs> it's probably not the best game to judge them by. They're not always, they're <laughs> not always like that. But, um, I did an, I did actually did an excellent friendly between Meridian and Barnhurst. And I think it was the, probably the last possible day that we could before the, the last lockdown over Christmas. And, uh, whilst uh, Barnhurst came out comfortable. Winners. Jamie, I think it was it was a really good game of football, as I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, as I said, it was a game where we, we made a couple of mistakes um, in that game. And when you play teams at a better standard, they're going to pick you apart and capitalise on the mistakes. Um, yeah. But I think the one team I will look out for next year is Blackfen in the senior. Because oh, yeah. They're just, I don't know what it is. We've, we've had a number of battles against them through the years and they've always seemed to have our number. And also, their team is literally full of giants. Yeah, they're big boys. I mean, it's just Gibbs, Gibbs described you guys as as a team of giants as well. Yeah, I don't know, I don't understand where that come from because we've got like four big people. We've got quite a few midgets in our team, so I don't know where. <laughs> I think it's because right. people were jumping around; they look bigger. Uh, Gibbs Gibbs talks a lot of shit, so don't worry about it. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about half the time. Like me, like me, but uh, no. Uh, I look forward to seeing Granite and Meridian in the senior. Pete, next season uh, for Bexley Hawks, you've had progression each year. Uh, what would what would look like progression for you? Uh, you're in the three next season. Yeah, the three. What, what, what equals progression for you boys next year? I mean, obviously you, you want to keep winning and keep progressing at the leagues, but I think obviously you've got to be realistic about it as well. Like we're coming into a division where. To be honest, I think it, I think it's fair game this year in that division. Like looking at it, like there's a couple of teams who've come down from from higher. Like Baldwin have dropped down like a couple of divisions. Yeah, there's a couple of teams that have come down from from Div Two. We know the people. We know what they're going to bring. They're a decent side. Is that so, a rivalry with you two yet, or is that just is that still simmering? Um, it might be now after my antics <laughs> on the day where they lost. <laughs> they uh, drew the Bexley Eve. It might be now. Um, so we'll have to see how that one plays out, but it it, it will be a good game regardless. Um, and say so that there's a couple of new teams coming in that obviously no one knows anything about. So 
I, yeah, I think it's fair game for everyone. We just want to just do as well as we can, you know, just finish high up the table. We're just going to just go at it and see what we can achieve, you know, and if that's a, another, you know, promotion, then brilliant. If it's not and it's a mid-table finish, then we take it, you know. it's As long as we don't go down, I think we can take it as a success, to be honest. Okay, that's the important bit, just to stay in the division next season. I, yeah, I think that's minimum. Yeah, it has to be. Let's see. Let's see. I, that, that might be a slight politician's answer there, Pete. That might just be <laughs> They'll get promoted again. He's talking at his ass. <laughs> we'll see. Famous last words. Well, let's see. Uh, boys, um, I'm going to end the interview, um, but thank you very much for all of your time. It's been a great chat. Uh, we, we do talk about all the divisions and every team uh, in each of the divisions in uh, on the Silk Grassroots podcast, but I think it was important to have a talk uh, to you guys about winning because obviously we're all we're all here to to win and we want to do our best and and perform to our top level so thank you very much everybody uh for your time tonight um i wish you all the best hopefully i'll get to see you at some point next season i didn't get to see any of you guys um in in a game this year um hopefully that will happen next year i wish you all the best nice one cheers andrew cheers, cheers. ronnie cheers jack and cheers Hello, Jamie. Mate. cheers, cheers Pete. Thank all you. the best guys keep it simple get down to play today the uk's leading app for next game availability download down to play from the app store and google play this week's selk podcast was brought to you by down to play the simple app for next game availability